Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It is Mike, Joe, and Craig. We are here at around 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It is Tuesday, October 18th. Before we record any more, I do want to apologize. I know my mic quality has been pretty dog doo-doo the past three weeks. Uh, I'm hoping to fix my mic issues soon. I think I just have to order a new one. I wanted to try to troubleshoot things because my microphone has done a pretty good job for me. But I think during a move that I had, I don't know, something might have happened to it. Clearly something is going on. So I still sound like doo-doo today. But we're here. Joe, how are you doing today? Uh, it's been a day. I don't know. It's It's been busy, but not, I don't know. It's just busy, been but not. I like I have my yearly checkup for my doctors today, and then I had lunch with my brother, who's in from out of town, and then I came home and took a nap. And well, here I am. That's not like I wouldn't say busy, but like I I don't know. I mean, you got a nap in? Yeah, that's pretty huge. I've been really I well, I did this four days straight four four days of work straight in a row, and I'm pretty tired. So you earned it. You you very much earned it. Some would say. And then after we record, you can become a potato for a couple more hours. That's kind of my plan. Well, I need to. I'm leaving this weekend for another wonderful concert weekend in the East Coast. So I need to. I I could probably pack today. Honestly, I mean it depends. I'm the type of person where it's like, I. Like, I sometimes I like to just do full nothing for a day and make my other days busier because that one day is is so so helpful if you can really sit and relax. Well, that I think I'm not that I'm anxious about it. I just gotta figure out what to do on a bus for several hours on Friday. Oh, how long is the drive? First stop is Washington D.C. You know, like eight eight hours. Oh yeah, it's a twelve hour drive. Well, we're I'm I'm spending the night in Cleveland on from Thursday. Oh, true. So that yeah, that's not that's not not necessarily how it'll be then. Yeah, probably eight hours. I know it's about twelve hours from us right now, but that's not too bad. I mean, traveling, but you you're passionate about music, and it's an escape for you. And you know, I might be busy, but it's definitely not a bad thing. I want to escape to my bed right now. That's that's facts. Hey, that's facts. I'm feeling that for real, especially as it's getting colder here. But mm-hmm. yep. You'll be busy with music stuff. I'll be chilling. I'm a big basketball fan, and tonight is opening night for the NBA, so I'm pretty excited for that. And now I will have basically Pokemon video games and sports happening any day, every day now until, like, June, which is pretty cool. Um, but let's start talking about Pokemon. We have two big talking points this week. We have the Salt Lake City Regional, which we will talk about first, and then we have... The rest of Paradigm Trigger. The Japanese set was revealed. We assume we will be getting all of these, if not most of them, uh, in Silver Tempest. So we will go through those, talk a little bit about what's been revealed for Silver Tempest, and then we will be on our way. So let's start looking at Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City happened over the weekend. The Masters event had 837 players, according to Limitless. 
I get a chance to watch a few of these rounds here and there. It was kind of inconsistent. Um, I was able to watch the finals. In the top eight, eighth place, we had Palkia Intellion. Seventh through fourth. So we had Azul GG, Grant Manley, Caleb Gedmer, um, three very well-known pro players, Drew Kennett in seventh, all playing Reggie's, which was a deck that I believe... Azul played in the last regional, and I remember last week or the week before talking about how he was stating that based on the data, Reggie's is the call. Um, although he thinks that Lost Box is the best deck in the format, who knows if that opinion has changed? But uh, the last time he had spoken about the meta um, during a tournament, he had said that you know Reggie's was pretty favorable towards what was going on in the data, so they played it. And four of the top eight was Reggie's, which I think is just kind of hilarious. In third place, we had Giratina Lost Box. Second place, we had Flying Pikachu Arceus. And then in first place, with a deck I don't think we ever expected to be up here at a regional, we had Arceus Hisuian Gudra. So Gudra is the second Lost Box deck to take a regional win. We definitely would have rather have had our money on Giratina. Maybe even Hosui and Zoroark. I was very shocked to see that Gudra ended up winning the whole event. I didn't keep up. I was very on and off with it. But, I mean, I imagine you're with me. Like, I I know Arceus is good, but I didn't expect Hosui and Gudra to be the winner. Uh, goop. I'm not thrilled about the win, but it did. I'm okay. Is it my favorite? No, but I am. I'd rather have this than a Palkia deck. I don't know. Actually, I think I might have a Palkia deck over this, to be honest. You hate Palkia. You can't stand Palkia. You're saying you'd rather have Palkia now? But, like, the more I look at Gudra and Gudra V Star. I just feel it's it's unga bunga with big big tank. Well, it is tanky. It's a tank build. It's not necessarily the most like. Well, you, you uh, swing for two hundred and you then you take two hundred eighty less, and then you take less and less and less. Right. You have big charm. Oh. You have radiant gardevoir. You have you have healing things. It's definitely. I don't think it's as stally as like a. It's not like Stonegen or V Max though. It's unga bunga. Two hitting. I guess. I guess that's like I wouldn't have expected to see Radiant Gardevoir winning an event. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I'm a lot less frustrated about this than you are. I know that. I know we kind of split there. I know Arceus is something we're used to seeing. But overall, I think that I don't know. We wanted to see like a Giratina win. Yes. But that being said. I don't know. I'm I'm okay with this. Sui and Gudra and Radiant Gardevoir being in a regional winning list, there are a lot more like unga bunga, as you say, outcomes than what we're looking at. Uh, again, I do think something like Sui and Zorark would have been a little more like intensive. That being said, though, I I'm completely fine with this. I'm 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 fine with it. I'm not necessarily rooting for it, but I am completely fine with this. I think it would have been cool to see a Reggie's win. And just see, like, all Reggie's top four. I think that would have been pretty funny. Uh, but 
this is fine. I'd rather have out of looking at the top eight, I'd rather have this than flying Pikachu or, or Palkia. Well, like when I told you what the finals were, I, I had no interest in watching it whatsoever. Well, I, I guess you just want to see single prizes, though, right? Mainly, no, I just want to watch something interesting being played. Yeah, I mean, would I, I, I don't find I don't. Enough? Yes, I don't find Hisuian Guja interesting at all. It, like I said, it's just I'm big. I hit hard. I'm here. That's that's just boring to me. I don't I don't want to watch that. Right, that's fair. It's understandable. It could be more entertaining as a viewer, but overall, like I said, I I would rather have this out of the decks that we've already seen. I like I just like when new decks win, and I don't think Husui and Guja will win the next regional, but uh, it's it's got its time in the sun, and then we will move from there. I mean, really. Like I said, I, I a, a deck like Giratina will get its day. It will. It just isn't at the moment. Uh, and the next event, we have we actually have a big break. We have almost a month and a half with no events, and the next event is in Toronto, which is the first weekend of December. So we have a lot of time for this meta to sit. At least in the NA side of things, um, we do have European regionals in the meantime. But really, we get this, we get some time for this meta to sit and kind of flush itself out. So I, I'm curious to see kind of kind of where it goes from here. Because I agree with what you said. It's like a two-shotting deck, so we've seen that a billion million times. And really, we're just waiting for this new EX era to come our way. So the regionals we have going on right now are kind of like in a weird spot. But overall. I am I'm content. I'm content. And I respect the fact that you are not cuz I understand that point completely. Any other comments on the event? I want to say I saw a really cool. I saw some I saw a decent amount of Vikavolt. Um I think one of the other interesting decks that I did see was Israel Sosa played a uh Leafeon Reggie Drago list yeah there was that i did hear about the leafy charizard but i was i thought it was a cool interesting idea yeah i there was that and what was the item lock deck it might have just been intellion vika volt so i might be like not not looking at the deck the way that i would have expected to um but i i I did see some interesting stuff like vika volt like you said i did see the leafy on i heard about it we saw espions kind of floating around we saw a lot of really interesting v's and v maxes pop up that we haven't really seen pop up in quite some time so i i'm i I really am content i'm fine with it really the the decks i saw in the regional were cool we don't have a lot from limitless so i don't want to start talking about decks that i don't necessarily know the full list of but i thought it was a successful event any other final comments nope all right we move on to the cards so we have paradigm trigger all 98 cards revealed on Poke Beach, which is where we get most of our resources. A lot of the cards we have talked about. There's a few trainers, a stadium, a handful of Pokemon, one multi-prizer that we have not talked about before. We're going to kind of dive into these cards, and then we will kind of be on our way. There's a few little extra pieces of news and talking points, but for the most part... Uh, these cards are are really going to be the big focus for today. 
First up on the list, we have Rapidash. If you're wondering why I didn't talk about any grass cards, it's because they're pretty much all terrible. Um, there's a Blossom, there's a Tangrowth, it's pretty meh. And Chestnut V, shout out to that guy. Rapidash, 100 HP, stage 1 has the ability Heat Boost. Once during your turn, you may discard a Fire Energy from your hand. If you do, until the end of your turn, your attacks of your Fire Pokemon do 30 more damage to your opponent's active. For one Fire and one Colorless, 60 flat, weak to water, and has a retreat of one. The only real interesting synergy here is with Magma Basin, being able to pull Fire Energy from the discard. Do you think Rapidus is a solid card? I think it's a pretty good card. Uh... It's solid for the reasonable King and EX kind of was. Yeah. Well, King and EX did the same thing. You, well, it was called Steam Up, but yeah, you discard a fire, do thirty more damage to your active Pokemon. That's fair. Yeah, I mean it. It is very similar. Do you think? Do you think we'll see stuff with like Victini? Like we have, we still have fire types like Victini V Max. Obviously, Radiant Charizard is here, but I mean, does thirty extra damage with Choice Belt being around? Does that kind of put these these fringed fire decks back into some consideration potentially um i i think this would be a card to keep and remind yourself about during rotation oh definitely because just damage boosting and fire in the discard that's totally relevant um i think the reason why with victinius the first thing i thought of was for two energy if it's a v which you know a lot of things are right now it hits for 220 and 220 with a choice belt doesn't really achieve a whole lot in this meta, but 220 and a choice belt with Rapidash does. Because now you're talking 280, and now you're talking V-Stars. So, uh, 280 is a really good number if you're going to hit it. The next benchmark at that point is probably 320. And Victini isn't going to reach that. That being said, though, I do think that... I, I like Rapidash. I think, like you said... Like you said, it's going to be a card that we keep in mind about. Do you think it can float its way into GLC? Um, I'm trying to think of any other rapid dashes that are available. I think it's the best rapid dash. It's just more of, can you make the space for the rapid dash? I don't say why you wouldn't. I think this would be a cool one. I mean, you get, you get, still get Magma Basin. You still can deal with fire in the discard. You can still kind of play well around with that. Why not? I'm on the why not train. I think Rapidash could totally be could totally be used in GLC. But Magma Basement is basically catching it from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. Not going to your hand. I'm saying you could use Rapidash to accelerate that way as well. You know, you're damage boosting and you're putting energy on the board. I, I think that I think that it's totally in a spot where it could be played. Okay. We were talking last night, you, me, and our buddy Nick, who's a listener of the show, we we're talking about kind of like, we we tend to always find ourselves in these conversations about, you know, what do we do with GLC moving forward? Even though right now it's still fine, you're still kind of thinking about, okay, what, what could happen that could keep the format fresh or could help it from uh, potentially falling into a situation where people are frustrated that the decks aren't changing? Cards like Rapidash could change, right? You could make room for Rapidash because it's not like a broken card, but I think it's totally playable in a GLC format. 
I, I think cards like this is what we're talking about that we want, quite frankly. We want cards that make you consider, oh, should I play this? It's not going to be played over Ninetales or Macargo or Salazzle. Like, those are really good support fire-type Pokemon, but shoot, I, I'm a, I, I like this card a lot. I'm a big fan of it. It might be one of my, one of my favorite cards that we talk about today, which might not be saying a whole lot, but we'll see. Next up on the list, we have Raichu. Raichu is our little electric buddy. Pikachu, we know Pikachu has that weird Pika Strike attack that's in combination with the Dedenne and the Toga Tomorrow and the more Pico. So Pikachu is just kind of Pikachu. Raichu, Lightning type, Electric type. I hate how they changed that. 120 HP, stage one. It evolves from Pikachu, as I said. One colorless ambushing spark. 40 damage. If your opponent has used their V-Star power during this game, this attack does 100 more. Two lightning and a colorless. Electric ball for 120. It's weak to fighting. Has a retreat of one. Joe, obviously, GLC, we can get out of the way first. You can't really use a V-Star power unless you use those tool cards. You can't use those tool cards. You can't? No, because you attach them to a Pokemon V. Oh, I thought there was I thought there was a way to use a V Star in GLC. There was a way to use a GX attack in GLC. Oh, that's what it is. Maybe I just got that crossed up. So no V Star. So obviously Raichu's an afterthought there. I I don't know. What do you do you do anything with Raichu? I like the I like the cost. V Star powers are very relevant and they can will continue to be for a long time, but I I don't know. I mean electric's not really great, so Despite watering in the format, it, it just exists. That's what it does. It's a lot less playable than Rapidash. Oh yeah, Rapidash is probably one of the probably the best cards out of the set. Yeah, it seriously is. I love that card a lot. But yeah, Raichu is just kind of he's there. And is there a world for you know? Is it a great Balkia counter on paper? Absolutely. But when are you playing Raichu? Probably never. Maybe if you're playing Regilecki V Max, which it's a totally different story. So, shoutouts to Raichu. It's there. It's at least a colorless attack. So, there's a lot of boxes it checks off as a card. But in terms of application, it doesn't really follow up with anything. We've talked about Luxray. Uh, we've talked about Stunfisk. Heliolisk is pretty bleh. Zero Aura is pretty bleh. We know how I feel about Regilecki. We're going to skip all the way down to. Reuniclus. I feel like we haven't had a Reuniclus card in a very long time. Um, Solosis and Duosion are pretty average cards. Duosion for two colorless, 70 HP, uh, two colorless, Cell Spear, 20 damage, and you put two damage counters on one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Eh. Um, but Reuniclus has 120 HP, which is extremely low for a stage two. Has the ability Persistent Cells. If this Pokemon is knocked out by damage from an attack of your opponent's Pokemon, put it into your hand instead of the discard pile. For two colorless, Cell Fork, 60 damage. Choose two of your opponent's bench Pokemon and put three damage counters on each of them. Weak to Dark, Retreat at two. This card sounds like there's a lot going on, and I feel like there's a cheeky little combination, but why am I struggling to find it? 
it's trying to make it's, it's trying to deceive you. I'm saying, oh, like you can put it back into your hand, but what are you gonna do with it? Nothing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you do after it's in the hand? <clears throat> I don't know. It's uh, almost like the attack, which is fine. Stage two so, for two colorless doing let's realistically call it 120 damage. No. Right, and you lose the evolution cards. So it's not like you can put it back down. So again, GLC gets kind of weird. Self work is a cool attack. I really like the damage counter placements. But uh, stage I, two, no. Yeah, I uh I you're right. I mean you are right. It's deceiving. It 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 acts like there's a lot going on when in reality there really is not. Um there's not a lot going on there. Uh I guess there's also Sigilif. It's a plus one to your hand that means nothing. Right. Literally nothing happens. Discard fodder if you have an ultra ball, I guess. I don't know. Right. I mean, that's about it. There's there, there's really <laughs> not a whole lot happening. So it's like in your hand, you get martyred. Oh, wait, I have more cards in my deck of something I don't really want to have. Yeah. Oh, wait, I have Reuniclus. Sweet. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. Soul Assistant, whatever the other one's called, they're both in the discard pile. I can't use this. Yeah. Oopsies. Yeah, so yeah, maybe not. There's, oh, this is a supporter I'm forgetting about or something, but I don't I think don't know. so. There's some cheeky combo that we're just not smart enough right now to remember, but we'll, we'll move we'll on. We'll find out, cause, because Nick's going to yell at us after we record and says, you guys forgot about this, and he does it every week, so. That's true. Shout out to Nick. Next up, we have Sigilith. Sigilith's only relevant thing about it is 110 HP. It's a basic psychic type for a colorless. Warning. Search your deck for a basic Pokemon and put it under your bench. If the opponent's active Pokemon is a V, you may instead search up to five basic Pokemon and put them onto your bench. Speak to Lightning and has a retreat of one. Is this relevant? Uh, I feel like it's tricking me again. Uh, like, probably. I view it as a card that if you start with it, that's awesome. Otherwise, it's fodder, just like a VIP passes. I I guess if we really want to, you can tuck this into your uh into your reg Reggie deck and you have your whole Reggie put in the bench. Oh god, that's gross. Ugh. I mean, yeah, I guess. Alright, Sigilith is in Reggie's. Shout out to Sigilith. Like if you're playing against a V Pokemon, you just bench all your Reggies on the bench, next turn you just keep just don't bench the one whatever afterwards. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's its use. Um, next up, we have a Suede Arcanine V. It is a fighting type, 230 HP, has the ability Irresistible Force. As often as you like during your turn, you may move a fighting energy from one of your Pokemon to this Pokemon for four colorless Rock Bullet, 90 plus 30 for each fighting energy attached. It's weak to grass and it has a retreat of three. I I know what you're going to say. You're probably going to say that 4 is too much, right? 4 is way too much. I love... The thing that I love about this card is how it's essentially built like a water-type card with Hydro Pump, and it's just a fighting type. I really like that about this card. I wish it was 3 instead of 4. But I really like... I really like... I really like this card. I think it's a really cool card. I think it's straightforward enough to where you could definitely play it and make it happen. 
Um, I know that four is too much. It should be at three. If it was at three, that's a really good sweet spot for a thing like this. But what are your comments on it? There should be a very rare occasion that a Pokemon has a four energy cost attack. And for this attack of Rock Bullet is not warranted to have four energy cost attack for it. I think it's just the the ability is great. The attack cost just makes it absolute garbage. Yeah, I mean hot garbage. I could probably agree with that. I don't, I don't think the card's garbage because at least the ability moves energy to it. Yeah, how is you gonna get energy to your, on your board though? Besides the that one item card and some other things that you have to play be... with like Mirage Gate and stuff and things like that. But really, I I again I agree. I agree that it, four makes it worse, but I don't think it's a garbage. I don't think it's a garbage card. Four makes it bad. I don't think it makes the card bad. I don't know. I guess I I guess I disagree on that, and maybe I'm just not thinking of what the acceleration, the full acceleration problem is. I know, like you said, you're not getting four energy on the board very quickly. I guess you're not getting three either, though. Um, it definitely shouldn't be two. Like, what would have been nicer is maybe have the ability of it's a fire and fighting type. Give it, like, Mirage Gate abilities or, like, a, uh, what's the name? Colossal? Yeah. That's fair. You, I mean, you, yeah. Have... Give it a dual type, and then you have that. Fine. Uh, you can do fighting or fire. Yeah, I guess. I see what you're saying. There's a way they could have made it better. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's terrible. I still think Rapidash is the best card. <laughs> um, we do have a Lycanroc. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, we can. Lycanroc, it's the Midnight form, 120 HP. For one, fighting and colorless, Midnight Fang, 240. Minus 80 for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. Uh, so essentially, it's really good. I mean, not even really. It's bad, actually. This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, okay, if you really want to. Well, I was like, for some reason in my head, I was thinking a number a lot less than 80. But it's like, oh, if they have two energy, you have two energy for 80. Now what are you doing? Nothing. Yep. Uh, well, at least it's a cool looking card. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, we like we like Lycan Rock. Um, next up on the list, we have... Which one do I want to go to here? There's a couple of little funky ones, but I think the, the only real relevant Pokemon we have remaining um, is Noivern. Noivern is a stage one dragon type. For two colorless, Radiant Hunt. Choose one of your opponent's Radiant Pokemon. That Pokemon is knocked out. For one Psychic and a Dark, seventh Echo, 70 damage, and you draw from your deck until you have 70 cards in hand. 70? 70. Seven cards in hand. You deck out, you lose. Obviously, the connection here is led to Regidrago V-Star being able to use any attack from a Dragon-type Pokemon in your discard pile. It's also a nice little cheeky piece for Zoroark. It's a card that knocks out Radiance, which have a really special place in the format right now. I don't want to ask you if the card's good, because standalone, it's a totally different answer. But as a Regidrago tool, how do you evaluate this card? I like it. Uh, you have you said, have the choice to knock out a Radiant Pokemon if in, in play, which everybody loves to play with um, 
Greninja. Greninja, and now with um, my biggest problem with Gudra is that it's too tanky. And so you're getting rid of Gardevoir would be good. Uh, or like Radiant Charizard. Radiant Charizard, yep. A pretty easy one without doing much to it. So there's a lot of great qualities for it. Uh, the second attack I also do like. Usually you have that attack. You just normally just drop seven cards in your hand or whatever it is. I'm happy that it actually does damage too. So you're reacting 70 and you're trying to fill your hand. Right. So I I like it for its utility. That's fair. Yeah, I do like it too. It, it, it's a great utility card. Not a great card just to play, but with Reggie Drago in mind, you know, we always talked about it's fun to see what tools come out for a card like that. Um, we we see it. We have a Hasuian Braviary. The Hasuian is always interesting to me. The only thing really interesting about it is for no energy, it puts three damage counters on any of your opponent's Pokemon that have damage already on it. So you could definitely play around with that a little bit. But it's not anything special, though, right? No. It's a cool little cheeky deal, but, you know, combo with Reuniclus, LOL. From there, we move on to the trainers, and we basically only have two cards to talk about. Three, I guess. We have Worker, it's a supporter, draw three cards, discard a stadium. It's The only way, reason of noting it is the stadium discard, which could play somewhat of a role, but again, it's draw three, so LOL. The next supporter is Brandon. Brandon states you can only play this card when it is the last card in your hand. Draw a card for each bench Pokemon in play. So, last card in hand, full board, draw 10. How do you feel about this card? Uh, no. No. You don't think it's going to see any niche play like a Erica's Hospitality? Erica's Hospitality was four cards in hand. Exactly. So it's just the worst Erica's. This is a really bad Erica's. The only thing I mean, you look into it is the Hisuian uh, Arcanine, baby Arcanine deck, where you're yeah. supposed to have zero cards in hand, but at that point, everybody's also playing uh, Radiant Venusaur, where you're filling out the four anyway. So the opportunity where you have a dead hand, zero hand is very low likely chance. You have to really tool your deck towards it, and that's not necessarily a good idea. If you have to tool your deck to fit a Brandon in to work, make Brandon work, it, you're you're playing the wrong game. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's there, but yeah, it's worse here because the last card is a Stadium Primordial Altar. Once during each player's turn, that player may look at the top card of their deck, and they may discard it. When I read this card, I kind of draw my attention to. Things like Viridian Forest or other stadiums where you play it because it can be advantageous and it's a stadium. I don't think it's as good as Viridian. I don't think it's as good as Pokestop. But at least the thing going for Primordial Altar is I can just put it down and it could be a stadium bump. Or it could thin cards out of my deck. I, I don't know. How do you feel about Primordial? Um, I'm not upset by it. That's where um, I'm at, too. Like, obviously we're talking about Reggie Drago, so that that helps it. But what prevents you not from doing Pokestop anyways when you want to put Dragon to your discard anyway, so you just mill a top three and take in items in. 
Yeah. So it, it it's a, it's a, I think if I find it a little bit less efficient unless you're really worried about um what you're losing, losing what you're losing. If every card really matters. I got or I guess if you just don't go as heavy on items. Yeah. Yeah, there's a world for it at least. It's not good. It's not bad though. I I do want to say it's a very simple text. But thinning your deck is never a bad thing. You're basically you never draw it. You can only discard it. But information is information. So I want to at least give it credit there. Like, it's not super horrible for GLC either. Like, especially if you have Versa Seeker in format, right? And are expanded. So, like, you, if you mill something like a supporter, not a big deal. If you're just trying to get it through your deck, great. You know, it... Compressions has been always big, so it's like a semi-permanent um, uh, bowel compressor. Except you don't have a choice which three you toss. Right. <clears throat> Compression will always be important. Yeah, it always will be. So uh, I'm here for it. And that pretty much wraps up the cards and wraps up the show. You know, I'm excited about Silver Tempest. I'm excited to see where these cards finish. I know we have a little bit of a drought for events, so we'll see kind of where we go from here. But Joe, before we head out, is there anything you would like to add? Everybody have a wonderful, fantastic weekend. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. Play some Pokemon. Enjoy family and friends. Stay safe. Thank you for watching, uh, listening, oops, and we will see you next time.